Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell right now. Subscribe so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know before the end of the show is out, we got to drop that new heat. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California. I got my man Rich Rell on the phone. What's going on, bro? What's up, North Carolina? Yeah. I, just, I, I gotta come in like, put your shirt on. <laughs> Wave it around your head. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you know. For real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Petey Pablo. Put us on the map back in the day, man, North Carolina. <laughs> Uh, say pleasure to have you on man great energy already rich rail man i had a chance to check out that new song sunshine we're going to talk about it i'm gonna let you introduce it a little later on in the show and then at some point in the show i'm gonna give you some feedback what i thought of the song just as a fan of music okay okay my man but, but before we get into all that though we're gonna rewind for my listeners a little bit give them a chance to find out a little more about rich rail a little more in depth all right so first and foremost are you originally from los angeles california I am not. I'm originally from Chi-Town, the, the west side born, southwest suburb raised. Shout out to the Brook, Falling Brook. Uh, it's a suburb that, that's wonderful and everything in the gambit, the most diverse suburb, suburb probably in the country, socioeconomically, ethnically, uh, street life wise, all of it, right? The haves and have nots are all in Falling Brook in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. Okay, my my baby mom's actually from Chicago. That's crazy. She actually just went and visited there, like I guess two weeks is th- two to three weeks ago. So that's crazy. All right. So originally from Chi Town, how long have you been in Los Angeles now? Los Angeles since two thousand and six, so about fifteen years, man. Never planned on moving to LA. Wow. Fought it, visited it, and then felt called there. Hundred percent. That's what happened. Okay. So you felt a calling that led you to Los Angeles. Yeah, it was, it was, it was reluctantly, and I drove, 
I, I drove wow. okay. and the drivers were fitted because I drove in like December 20 something, like two or three days after Christmas. I reluctantly, uh, and as I was going through the country, right, cutting down people through, through St. Louis, going to Oklahoma, hitting uh, North, New Mexico, Arizona, and the weather was changing on me because I, I left the, fo- the frozen tundra, you know, in Chicago. Now the weather's changing. I get to LA and I couldn't believe. Uh, that was the first thing that captured me, that people were still living life outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly had nothing to do with entertainment or the business, but it was just all the life that was still happening in the middle of the frigid cold, you know, and because it wasn't cold. So. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I got there, and, uh, and and from there, I really was checking out some of the community. I went into Venice Beach and, like, was in the ocean, which the ocean, uh, the Pacific Ocean is still cold, just FYI, not the Atlantic. Make note of that. <laughs> right. uh, but but remember, there was a moment where I clearly got excited and nervous at the same time because I knew this this was it. This was a moment. So three months later, I I had left. I had a house out in Chicago. Had young children at the time. Uh, switched everything up and moved out to L.A. Uh, just two months later, a month later. Wow. Drastic changes, but all for one cause, right? Yeah, all four calls, man. All of uh, the call there at the time. Uh, I didn't think about it that way. I had just started acting as well at a commercial uh, that I shot out in Chicago and had done some background work on Prison Break. I don't know if people remember that show. They were shooting it out in Joliet at an actual uh, shutdown prison. It was a shutdown prison that I had went to that set and fall in love with, with that. So then kind of that was the first synergy move that that happened is I got out there, got the work, but also ended up getting uh, deeper into the entertainment industry. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So now fast forward, we we relocated, we focusing on the the career, the music career. We got the new single, Loud Sunshine. Talk to us a little bit, talk to our listeners. What was the purpose of this song in particular? If we if we want it real, you said you want a real one on it. I mean, all the way. I, I I consider myself a resilient person. Have been through a lot, a lot of abuse as a youth. Very angry young man with a football scholarship because everybody else was playing a sport and I was playing hurt ball. Really, it was like therapy for me. Uh-huh. So I apologize to everyone that I went through in high school and college <laughs> playing football, and I was just like trying to bust heads. Right, you uh, said playing hurt ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. So, um, so well, well, I'm I'm telling you that because um, the, I also through some life situations, through broken relationships, and the time of transition, got to a place where man, I was really questioning, uh, what are we? Why am I going? You know, around this this globe, around this earth. You know, why am I here? Even with all the good stuff that happened, I just was at a that's so why. But I just was not enamored with it. I was ready to not be here. Mm. Just being real, like a dark place. And I remember there was a moment I was sitting there. You can call it whether you're a person of faith, not praying and feeling. And there was a thought, a foundational thought that said, you know what? All of this, all this trouble right now in this moment, but that sun is coming up tomorrow. Nobody can stop that. Like mm. we, whatever drama's happening or not, like the sun is coming up tomorrow. So. So there's a new opportunity in that. There's a new moment, and that's all I was really able to hang on to. So really, it started off with that that uh, foundation of thought of sunshine. 
Uh, then the play on words came from the fact that obviously informed by my faith of like the sun's going to shine forever and the sun is going to shine forever. So that's that's the play on words there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I see you went with sun as in the father, son, S-O-N, shine. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I thought that was very interesting too, so that's why I wanted to ask that question. Now, yeah, oh, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. No, no, that, that's that's definitely there, but but I think you feel this energy uh, with with any of my music of, of uh, my journey as a as a person. I just want to put out something positive, so I shared in that raw space, and I wanted to put out some encouragement to folks that might find themselves in that situation. It might be a completely different scenario, but like the value and and the, what we can do and the opportunity of the next day that can really switch over in a in one moment of grace and one moment of uh, uh, of encouragement or you know what I mean we the whole the whole challenge of it is with the options and we feel like the walls are closing in and we feel that's happening sometimes a cute little word is not going to do it that's why the song is kind of like that you can probably describe that later where it's like sometimes it, it's going it's going to be raw and it's like all you have is like no. Like no, I'm about to like I'm I'm pushing positive into this. I'm, I'm pushing through into this. You know, it's a warrior type of song, even though it's very much a reflective. Yeah. Okay. So, what would you say is the feelings you or emotions you're trying to pull out of the listener? Then I'm trying to take them on the journey. I'm trying to meet them where they're at at the very beginning, right? Uh, and y'all was ready to fold. It's it's about the same. It's a conversation like this. Everyone says, hey, I want to be courageous. I consider myself to be courageous. But unless you have experienced real fear and real not wanting to, you're never going to have courage. Without that one thought of saying, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it or I don't know if I'm going to accomplish this, then you've never really experienced the opportunity to have true courage. you got to put yourself out there in situations or be honest about the fact that there is some potential fear or discouragement present. Then courage happens. So that's what the song does. It, it's a reality of here's why I am. But boom, you know what I mean, and then it and it drops, and you feel that that breaking through, and it, and it, and and you should feel somewhat of a, and it could be a day by day song, somewhat of a breakthrough type of a moment where it's a reset, there's a reset in the song. I definitely heard the uh, the growth or the build up of the record, and I thought that might have been intentional. And now that you're explaining it, that makes more sense of of the build up and why that was necessary in your mind as the creator. Definitely, definitely. I know it's a little bit uh, non-traditional, but I feel I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, all different genres and styles and decades of music. It, 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 in a number of my songs, you'll feel a little bit of a Bohemian Rhapsody type of vibe to it. A little bit of Queen, and it sounds crazy, but like a little bit, of, I don't know how familiar folks are with that song, but the chapter's kind of in that. It takes you in this journey of, of I really enjoy that kind of juxtapose of the beginning and the end of a song or, or the, the pieces in the song. Right. Talking to my man Rich Rail right now, Los Angeles, California, by way of Shy Town. Um, you got a very unique sound overall. What, so what do you attribute that uniqueness to? I, I say this, I'd say a couple of things. But I will say this, and I'm giving the props out because there is moments where I catch myself, and I'm not even intentionally doing it. And you know, Kanye is from the shot, uh, very similar generation. When I was making beats in my basement with my boy, my boys, my friends at the time, 
uh, we just had similar influences. House music influenced me. I don't know if people know this, but when you were kicking it growing up in Chicago, you weren't listening to hip hop or or rap or anything like that in a club or in a party. It was boom, 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 boom. boom. You know this house? House music, yeah, up tempo. Yep. And my father was a blues guitarist, so I'm listening to blues. I'm listening to Kim Kendrick. I'm just listening to uh, different music there. And I was just a person when I moved out to the birds, where I was being exposed to unique types of music there that maybe not would be traditionally you'd listen to as a young black male. Just being real. So like all of that is influenced me. And then the through line with it all is still MJ. Michael Michael Jackson, dog. It's just he just he just I don't care what genre it's there. And of course, Pac for me. For me, Pac was a had a message in kind of any and everything he was doing. I kinda of hit all of those ranges, but all of them kind of inform my music and my and my range. Now, how's your area responding to the new record? Uh, I, I would say even Shy Town too. Just your circle, your network. How is everyone responding to the new release? Being in Los I Angeles, mean, I, yeah, they're they're excited about it. And and, and here's the thing: is I, I was and I told you this even in our pre conversation. I I would let you know that I had to learn a tough lesson over these years of releasing, writing, producing, and making original original music. That yes, the first step is, and, and maybe I'm talking to a a writer producer now the first step is releasing it like, for years i was making music and not releasing it and not making it available the next step i did it and i feel like this is a grow up moment mm-hmm. of me actually leaning into it sharing it boldly right right getting it out there uh putting some marketing and some business strategy behind it so the reason i'm telling you all that is like for a lot of people in my life believe it or not this is the first they're really hearing of myself so they're they're being Taken aback, like man, we didn't even know you had ability and skills like this, and this is what so this you, you pretty much are saying that you had to, you're showcasing it even to your network, even at this moment. Yeah, my network. The problem, the, the good of my network is, is like, where do you know me from? Because because I, I my my frat, I don't know. I gotta prop that out right off the bat. Like I'm a Q dog, Omega Sapphire, represent right, 1911. Okay, okay. Like, I know that. I got the other 1911 yeah, for all my other divine nine for sure. But I'm a, I'm a I'm a Q dog. Right. Uh, whether you know me from football, whether you know me from. I, uh, ministry work there, whether you know me from acting in that place because I've been fortunate enough to have some success there. So what's my point is all of those folks now saying that the through line for me, my most purest expression of who I am is in Rich Rail in my music because there, it's not reading a script, right? Mm-hmm. It's not presenting any particular teaching. It's not, um, all those things are, are, are wonderful and authentic, but, but the music is intentionally like, uh, to bring folks together really is about about saying hey i'm gonna share raw who i am and uh hopefully it resonates with you regardless of your background and that and does something positive for you okay yeah so does it some of them are saying man i didn't i didn't even know that you were in in it this deep <laughs> i guess you know and now they know now they know fully exactly now you mentioned uh, your ministry. Uh, is that linked to the nonprofit situation that you have? Because I know you have the nonprofit as well. I, it is, but but they're in silos. Meaning this: so the nonprofit uh, Mission One Race, um, 
was launched in 2018, believe it or not, 2019, and really about human reconciliation and bringing folks through together through the sense of we are uniquely the same. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not talking assimilation. So sometimes people think the word mission one race. He's thinking of wait. I don't. You know, we, we're not. We don't need to assimilate, become one. The beauty is in the diversity. So that's the uniqueness. But the sameness is that we're human beings, and that value is consistent no matter where we stand on some of these uh. Uh, some of these other perspectives, right? So that's 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 the ministry, but really it's not a, a faith-based nonprofit, but it does intentionally bring together with folks in the church and outside of the church, but that is my ministry as I consider it. Then World Vision, I still, I work for World Vision as a national partnerships manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my, my my music, as I said, when I, when I continue. So all of it for me is ministry. You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's just like different aspects of how different forms I am of reaching folks. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. I mean, because you gotta use the different forms and mediums to reach people. How how you can draw them in? Yeah, like even now, some churches interested. Well, I'll come in. I'll perform. I did that out in Mississippi. Shout out to Church of God in Christ, uh, the Tabernacle out there in South Haven, where I came in and performed on Saturday. That's what I'm saying is, is consistent, uh, and being able to come share then on Sunday. So we got an open to community engagement event on July 3rd and then July 4th. I was actually in in uh, the congregation. So I'm seeing the unity uh, even in that, right? The synergy even in the two. Because it's a reason to get together, a reason to, to, to hang out, fraternize, vibe to music, and then uh, hear more about my heart behind it and the why mm. on Sunday. Okay. Talking to Rich Rail right now. Los Angeles, California, by way of Chicago. Um, let, let me talk to you a little bit about the name. Why Rich Rail, then? I figure it has meaning. <laughs> it, it, you go and listen to that. Let's, let's do it. Right, let's do it. So so imagine this. I'm going to have a, another real moment. And, and I keep saying it because, and I got to stop apologizing. But I, I, my name, Richard John Relaford, my full name, I did not like it up until probably about, you know, mid-30s or so. And okay. I just didn't like it because of the implications of it through the way I grew up, both of my brothers and sisters. I'm one of 11. And I thought it was a corny name. I'm just being <laughs> real with you. I'm like, man, my name, you got all these other names, Ethan and, and Monique, Mitzi, Michael, Michelle, Monique, you know what I mean? Emma and Deidre and <laughs> Richard, John. What's going on with that? That's the first element, right? Where I kind of always had a nickname. It wasn't giving to me different nicknames. The second element is, the sports have always been in my life and athletics since I was very young. So you got the nickname energy there. But the, the heavy conversation is when I worked in corporate America and many other areas where I was oftentimes, I'm a mechanical polymer engineer. So oftentimes, okay. whether it's right or wrong, I find myself in a setting that was one of the few, if not the only minority in black male or, or black person there. And they would say, hey, what do we call you? What's, what's your name? I, I'm Richard. I'd never in my life introduced myself as Rich. And they would go, okay, Rich, immediately. Almost, a, I'm just being real, almost a Toby type of thing, like name it. <laughs> and like, so for me and Rich, I had a beef with that as well. So I, in this next season of my life, and really I started looking at my artistry, artistry I was like, man, like, this thing is a nickname anyway. It kind of harkened me back to my football where I was Rich Rail. So then I, that really became this, this almost, you're going to nickname me anyway, whether I like it or not. And right. this kind of brings in that energy of, of, of who I was and who I am in all aspects. It's, it's Rich Rail. So it's, it's kind of like uh, both answering to that, that, that name that's a nickname, bringing in the sports that have 
or that energy around camaraderie that's always been there for me. And uh, and as you tell, I overthink everything. So that's the good part about my music. I've overthought every every beat. <laughs> I've thought every note, every change, every flow. I, I have a reason for it all. Yeah. I, I would even take that rich is uh, rich in substance. Um, that's kind of mm. even more what I get from it, even now that I'm having dialogue and communication with you. I'm hearing a lot of uh, substance in you. Um, you have a well, you seem very well-rounded. Um, you're very eloquent. Uh, and, you know, you, you're you actually making sense out of everything. I can actually tell that if, if someone didn't understand you or your background, you were doing a great job of at least opening up and, and being uh, transparent enough for an outside person to really understand you and, and kind of lock in with you. Man, Jay Craig, let me tell you right now, you're going to give me that. Man, let the record show. I've never, literally right now I'm having a moment to where I'm going to reevaluate even like that. <laughs> at this day. I'm being I'm being real. I'm like, you're right. Richard Enrico, which yeah, I, I play yeah, own, yeah. Espanol, Poquito, my brother. I speak hey. a little Spanish. So Rico, it is that. It's rich. Yeah. It's flavorful. It's cold, right, man. right, right. It's, it's, it's healthy. Right? It's healthy. It's fulfilling. It's, you know, I get, I I get all that. of that, bro. I received that. Respect, respect, right? Now, let's talk a little bit about the recording process for you. Like, what does that look like? Set the tone for us. A bird's eye view in a studio recording session with Rich Rev. So, so here's the thing. Uh, it's growth, right? It's all about growth. Right. So, um, I have been to my own this. Uh, not dismay, but to probably my own disadvantage long term radically independent like in terms of everything i've done and i've had to be right for multiple reasons and that has been okay for me and helped bring me success in, in, in a number of these areas that i talked about but it's hit a ceiling what am i mean what am i saying i've seen where we only have so much energy and time and if i'm a renaissance man which i call myself that i didn't call myself someone else did just of my interests and interests and abilities you only can go so far so far alone mm-hmm I don't care how area, I don't know how talented you are. You look at any major entity person in any arena or business or otherwise, and no one is doing it alone. Well, I'm saying all that because I finally got to a place where I was writing, producing, recording, mastering the best of my ability and releasing music all the way up until these six songs. I had done every single one on my own. And then I decided, like, it was a friend. Shout, shout out to Ricky Lumpkin II. Yes, that's his name. Very unique man, a brother out there that, that I went to church with, and we've been talking about doing music together for, I don't know, seven years, six years now, and it just never aligned. And I finally humbled, not that I wasn't being arrogant, but I said, hey, Ricky, let's just mess around, see if there's something happening uh, where we collaborate in the studio starting in February. So there was no goal for any album or even song that was going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you all that because the process became this, and this is where it really was a... Was, was, uh, vulnerable for me but was healthy ricky was like all right we can do something this is a professional studio engineer berkeley trained all of that very talented man on the keys and everything else uh he's like let me hear some we come and we just have listening sessions uh jay craggs and he would listen to it and we would go through it if he was vibing he'd be like okay i'm feeling that one right and we always would put it to a side he really didn't commit to it yet to to co-producing yet until until we kept going slow and steady 
there were other ones where I come in and I'm telling you, I say, man, this is fire. You got to hear this, Ricky. Listen, you got to hear this, Ricky. And he'd be like, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> man. Did it blow you down? Talk about difficult. So I'm giving you the process. The pre-process was that. He combed through a lot of my songs that weren't made or that I had already in like kind of mid-grade form before I had mastered them. And we came down with very difficult, very uh, a lot of difficulty. There's some other songs that didn't make it to these six songs. And now getting to me in the studio, me in the studio is like me uh, you're talking to right now. Man, I need water. I need breaks because if I'm on that mic, uh, uh, I'm sweating. <laughs> if I'm, it's every piece of my spirit and fiber are going into every one of these songs, and I think somehow you can you can you can hear it as you go through the album. Like some of that stuff, I was like, Ricky, don't take that out, you know, because Ricky's a purist, so like, don't take that out. And then on the other end, there were some takes where some of the notes and stuff. I was like, hey, Ricky, you know I have a better take or I got a better take in me. He's like, that's the one. Mm. So there's imperfection built into this intentionally in each of these songs. Mm. Wow. Okay, so that's the authentic piece that you're talking about right there. Yeah, it's, it, and it, it came through that collaboration. So I, hopefully some of that made sense where the pregame was that and then me in the, in the, in the studios that. I like, listen, I like the mic dark. He's got this dope mic that glows. I like it dark in there. I guess that's something <laughs> else too. I like it, you know. Yeah, set the uh, tone. What? What else? What's the vibe? What's the vibe? I don't vibe? believe in practice reps. You okay. know what I mean? In anything. Okay. Yeah. So you go in there. You ready to go? I go in there like I'm already at Madison Square Garden. You know, with the two, like I, hundred percent. Right. That's that's how I go in there. I go in there like I'm already, you know down at the University of North Carolina, you know what I mean? <laughs> with, with you, with, with, a, with a, you know, a, a concert, a new release, we'll do that. And I, I go like that from the very beginning. Yep. And sometimes he has to tell me, like, make him work for it. So if anything was hard, what's difficult for me is being gentle, if you will, being, being uh, uh, gradual. Mm. So if you hear any of that in my songs, that actually was more difficult than me bringing the heat. Sure. Trying to tone it down versus your real generic energy. Yep. Yep. Which is a skill in itself, right? Right. Necessary. Can't can't always be going ham. Yeah. Or maybe you can if you're Onyx. I mean, (laughs) if you... you, uh, Nah, they need breaks too. They need breaks too. What'd you say? I said they need breaks too. You can't be that all that energy all the time. <laughs> now you you made some mentions of some uh some people that helped out uh in the process. Are there some other people that deserve some shout outs or mentions for the help or support on the latest single and project? Hundred percent. Uh so I said Ricky Lumpkin the second who's basically co producer on on the entire album and even if that's as much as taking the tracks and beats and refining it, uh, even ideals around artistry i had i'll say it like this he really helped because i was without knowing it a studio gangster in my version <laughs> gangster meaning i had just released songs and really hadn't performed them much at all really leading up to it without me even knowing it. just because of the nature of me doing so many other things and that so as we put together even the release concert and some of these other venues of me even learning 
the difference between the way it's hitting in the studio and the earphones and hitting live, that's a real thing. And matter of fact, it fueled and changed the direction of some things when I had that performance in July because I wasn't done with four of the other songs. And that really informed me in a good way to mm. what to what direction we're going on and seeing the response of people with Sunshine. Number two will be Ebert Martinez. Ebert, shout out, shout out to you. He's been there on a number of levels, uh, really alongside Ricky. Um, just just not so much on the music, but like I said, on the show and just being there to uh, to be a ear, right? To be a because uh, uh, we really kept this low 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 key and didn't let a lot of people into. It. He was one of the few people that were hearing some of the some of the music and and, and leaning into it. And I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's others, but those those are the, the main two that really lead in. Really appreciate that. I'm, I'm off, my father and my mother, rest, rest her soul, my mother passed in 2007, but always, it's the same dance move, man, to everything. I just see my mama right now, Shirley Relaford, like the same little sidestep. I was like, <laughs> mom, you can't do that same sidestep to every, everything she can. And my father and uh, and just him exposing me to uh, to music like that and the diverse music that that Asian young had been encouraging. Once again, talking to Rich Rail right now, Los Angeles, California, Chicago, Illinois, by way of Chicago, Illinois, I should say. Uh, got the new single, Sunshine. Let me give you some feedback, like I said, of what I thought, just from a, a fan of music and the culture standpoint. Um, I thought it was very different sound, unique, as I mentioned earlier, and I, and I dig the unique delivery and the change-ups in the song. Some nice lyrics in there. Uh, I got a, a sense of motivation and inspiration, like a vibe of, of inspiration even from the record. Um, the sounds kind of give me like a 80s kind of vibe even, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I like the soft start in the, in the song and then the flip and the build up. Um, and I thought it was a nice up-tempo beat on that production side too. So a lot of good things going on with it, man. I look forward to hearing some more music from you in the near future. Um, you got a great energy about yourself, so I could imagine what the project is going to be about. Um, as a matter of fact, talk a little bit about the EP if you can, and what people can expect from it. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say check out the EP. It's uh, the title track is Sunshine, so the EP itself is called Sunshine. And if you can, and I, I say this in, in the article that, that Starlight put out as well, um, I really feel like you can listen to my music in all ways, but. It's meant to be played loud. I mean, it's been intentional bass and hit in there. You know, even on the songs that are more gentle, if you will, that are more reflective. I just, I don't know. That's that. I, I, I love the way bass and rhythm and music handling drums. I was in percussion growing up too, so I would say you listen to it loud and all the way through. So, like twelve oh eight starts off and talking about really that twelve oh eight moment in the middle of the night, like twelve oh eight a.m. And it kind of has an R&B slash AC, some flowing in there as well. Then we then it's sunshine. Then we go into California heat. And it sounds like what you said. Now, don't be mad because it's called California heat. What I wanted to do with California <laughs> heat is mix Chicago house with a little bit of West Coast energy to just rock, to rep out the fact that I've been there for about 15 years. And there has been some. Right, some rub off just in right, Cali there. Right. That's Ebert's favorite, by the way. But he's born and raised in, in Cali, so you got you got a little bit of danceability in that mixed with mixed with some, uh, you know, a nice little club uh, organ in there. Uh, and then uh, we move to J O Y Me, which is what it sounds like, like Joy Joy Me. It's a unique 
track on that as well. I do think, like you said, as by the time you get through the EP, you get uh, a vibe and a feel for who I am and where uh, past and or future music is going. And last but not least, I leave with my always love. And uh, that's just intentionally giving props out to where I believe I wouldn't be here still. We're not being created and where my abilities all come from is God. So uh, I just think that humble posture is, is important and true. And that's really where I'm starting off at the beginning of our conversation. I, I'm just being real true. I like Kanye where he's at in terms of musically and his journey where he's like, I'm talented, I got these beats, I'm producing, but I'm on this spiritual journey. And he's inviting us into it. No matter where you are on it, I can respect that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying holistically of all some of these, you know, some of these recent conversations and so forth, but I'm talking about in terms of his music on these last two albums of him being honest um, and, and, and merging that with his talent and building his background. There's, there's some similarities with that journey, mm-hmm. I would say. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. Even you're taking and, and, and analyzing uh, you know what he has going on and to be able to say that you're even patterning yourself behind a great like that you know what I'm saying to see that you're so in, engulfed in, in, in seeing how that process moves and even the good and the bad and the ugly but not being judgmental and, and pulling from it what you can for your career and what you're doing absolutely and I feel like it happened organically and I, I somebody had to tell me that I mean, really, that opening statement, oftentimes, like what you just did, Jay Craggs, is what happens. You'll talk to someone else, and from an outside perspective, that's why we need each other. As part of even going full circle back into Michelin races, we are better together. Right. I don't care what we say. Listen, an empty stadium ain't fun. At we all. can talk all the mess we want to, and we want people around. People are the best and worst things on this planet. Right. All at the same time. <laughs> that's Real a talk. Fact. That's a fact. Right? So, so... That's my perspective when people can speak into that stuff. So when I found myself looking up, someone had to tell me that. I was like, you're right. There's a similarity there, though our journeys are different. Is is that struggle between me not making my music just for people of a similar faith, but also wanting that to speak to them as well and being open with, this is how I wrestle with it. Right. This is my expression of it. Right. right. But I wouldn't call it just, quote, unquote, right, you know, uh, more traditional uh Christian music, if you will. Yeah. All right. My man Rich Rowell on the phone lines. Go ahead and give out that social media, man, so my folks can stay tapped in with you. Yeah, tap in with me where I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that. So you'll find me on Instagram at Richard Relliford. You'll find me on Twitter at Richard Relliford and uh, Rich Rail as well. All of them come up on Facebook. Uh, it's the Rich Rail for TikTok and Snapchat, which I'm, I'm still building that out. Um, as we go, man, but just more and more, I, I would just challenge everyone to, to reach out and let's, let's build this, let's build this positive momentum, um, to, to use this music, right? Purposefully, let's use these gifts purposefully and even our influences as, uh, as, as fans, cause we need it. We need it right now. Everybody does. Big facts. Go ahead and put them boys on it right now. Introduce that new single for the folk, fam. All right, let's go. Uh, what you, you say? We'll put it in it. Yeah, this is what we're about to do. Lean, everybody introduce Sunshine. You get my radio moment. This yes, radio sir. Moment. This your moment, baby. Go ahead, do that thing. All right, man. Here it is Sunshine from Rich Rail from his heart. Enjoy the sunshine. Let the bass hit you, let it move. 
review and share it out there. I want to give props out again to my brother, Ricky Lumpkin II. And I remember the sun is going to shine forever. God bless. Talk to y'all soon. It is, man. You're putting your ears to it right now for the first time. Right here on the bandwagon radio. Do me a favor. Turn it up. Let go. Oh, I was ready to fold. I wasn't ready for hope yet. Lost and hopeless. But the sun found me cold. I just saw the broken. On the lies I was shooken. Hurting and closed then But the, but the sun found me Either we talk this truth or we're unspoken lies Either we walk this walk or disrespect the light Either we live full life or we already died So we lift our heads to the sun and we gon' say I need to see, please light the way Cause it's dark being covered in day But the sun's gonna shine forever I said the sun hates God forever The pain was dark, I needed a light Fuck, he said now what's the sign Watch me body humble, just for love we rumble All this pride just crumble I'm not fake, breakable These mistakes on us though Push back, never hate, gotta get it right Midnight with love, in daylight Go hard, no fear when they judge me No more with a TK enemy New life won't come, sun test me Sunshine, we shine, no enemies By my hand, lift my prayers But my feet shine, cover me Disrespect the light Either we talk this truth or we're unspoken lies Either we live full life or we already died So we lift our heads to the sun and we gon' say I wanna stand out and catch the rays Cause it's cold and you're hovering shade And the sun's gonna shine forever Said the sun, he shines forever I need to see peace light the way